Welcome to the Innovation World Podcast, your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org. Welcome so much to the Innovation World Podcast Series. And today, before we have our special guest start with us, let me just introduce myself. I am Julie Shively from Innovation World and my co-host, Jake Mendelson. Say hello, Jake. Hello. Hello, Jake. How are you? A um, couple of housekeeping things before we get started. I just want to share with everybody our website is www.innovationworld.org and go out there and find all sorts of incredible information for educators, innovators, and inventors. You can find curriculum, contests, uh, podcasts like this one, all sorts of wonderful information to help you innovate. With that, I would like to introduce our special guest today. We have with us Rita Jalui. Hello, everyone. Hello. So um, Rita, you came recommended to us by the National Museum of Education, our good friends and colleagues. Mm -hmm. And they told us that you had a remarkable innovation, innovation and you actually, I think, placed in their Students for a Better America. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you starting with uh, probably the proper pronunciation of your name. Where do you go to school? What grade you're in? And then start telling us about your innovation, please. Okay, so hi, everyone. My name is Rita Jaluli. I go to Explore Middle School and I'm 11 years old. I'm in the sixth grade. And my invention is the Waste to Energy Converter or abbreviated is WTC. So what this is, this is a, this is a, this collects, this invention collects waste and it converts it into energy through a long process that I don't think we have time to describe, but uh, simplified, it collects, it collects waste and it removes inert glass and other types of harmful things from the waste and uses the gas, uses the gas that is collected to power turbines inside the machine and those turbines they produce electricity that you can use to charge your phone your laptop or other needs that you might have wow and you're going to school at the same time as all of this <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible so was this your first invention uh i think so yes and what got you interested in inventing to begin with? Do you do something through your school system or were you out yes. just looking at that website? So uh, my social studies teacher, kudos to him, uh, Mr. John Dunphy, he posted uh, this contest on his Google Classroom and I decided to look into it. And my mom, you know, she's like pushing me, do something, stop playing Minecraft to be productive. And so I answered. Uh, he helped me a lot through the process. He helped me. He gave me a few ideas. He helped me to produce the actual invention and file the application and everything. And, I, and I'm really grateful that he helped me through the whole process. Wonderful. So, Jake, being well, the engineer that you are. Yes, yeah, Rita, you can't do this to me. You, you, you said, I have this really interesting process, but I can't tell you about it. I, I'm an engineer. I, I, I really want to know. Give us some more details. What, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> you're making me laugh. <laughs> okay. 
So, the thing that happened, so I'm going to explain all of this to you. So, this, this, there is a suction tube at the front of the machine that collects trash. And there's something called the Sonova Energy Converter inside of it. This removes the inert glass, metal, and rock from the garbage that is collected. And it uses the remaining bio and plastic waste to produce this gas. This gas that is produced, it powers turbines, wind turbines inside the machine that produce simple electricity. I hope that's enough for you. Where, no, no, it's not. It's not. Where does the gas come from? So the gas comes from the produced energy, not the produced energy. So the machine, what it does, this gas is collected. This gas is producted from the bio and plastic waste. This plastic waste is burned inside of the machine. Ah, okay. Smoke or gas is used inside to power the wind that produces. Okay, so you're burning, you're burning the plastic, you're burning some of the bio material. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's an important detail. <laughs> and since it's contained inside of the machine, it doesn't release any of the, the, the toxic gases that might be harmful to the environment or the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And then the gases go, the hot gases go to a turbine? Mm -hmm. And those turbines, they move around and that, that kind of kinetic, and that powers the electricity. And then where does the gas go? The gas, the gas goes to the turbines and, and that gas, they just power it. Okay. And that gas is also used for the electricity. Uh, but when the gas goes into the turbine, what happens to it? I just had a brain fart. Okay. It, it, get, the gas comes out of the turbine too. Yes, the gas comes out of the turbine. Okay, okay. Great. Thank you. How much is this going to cost to build? I don't know, man. I just built it. <laughs> I'm just wondering. So have you, have you filed for a patent? Is that what you had said you had done? No, because patents cost over $10,000. I don't have that kind of money. No I, I, no, I thought you had said you had done something a little bit further. No? I have the physical model of it that I can oh, really? show you right now. Can you show it to us? Yes, I can. Just give me 10 seconds. I can't even imagine what it must have taken to build this physical model of it. You know, Rita, let me explain something. You're actually, you're actually very cruel because what you did <laughs> is you started off saying, I have made this wonderful cake and then you're not showing it to us. You're not letting us this take it. This is the beautiful cake. This okay, is the most this is the cake. Good. <laughs> this so is the show cake. us the parts and show us what all the pieces are. So this is the suction tube. This suction tube collects the actual waste that he that is used to produce the energy. This light, this switch, which you can actually touch, powers it on and off. There are solar panels on the top for a renewable source of energy to power the whole thing. And these are indicator lights, an idea that my teacher gave me to show how much energy is stored inside of the machine and how much energy the machine has to actually power the whole thing. Is this how big it will be or is this just a small model? This is just a small model. I don't actually know how big it will be to scale. Okay. 
But since it's gonna be like yes. So and I figured mm -hmm. out whether or not it will be able to power itself fully if it were operational and it were the right size between the solar panels and the power that yes. it's generating itself, will it be self-sufficient? Yes, it will be self-sufficient because the solar panels, they will produce enough energy so that the turbines have enough power to move and so that the section two can collect the energy. Since there aren't too many working parts in the actual machine, the, there's enough, there, it won't spread itself thin. It won't spread itself thin. There will be enough, there will be sufficient power for each, uh, for each uh, individual part of the machine. So if you could just create a way to eliminate the need to burn the, the material that creates gases, mm -hmm. then you wouldn't be have any pollutants. Well, as many pollutants involved in it, yes. then, right? I try to go at, uh, for as renewable and as and as healthy as a solution as I could, but I couldn't find any workarounds. The uh, I couldn't work around that burning kind of that burning uh, that burning source of power. So, Jake, from your experience, are there things that you can do that he can do to to make that um, the screening gases less bad for the world? I mean, well. well, well Rita, what you've done is you, frankly, have stumbled onto the problem that everybody is facing. I mean, you know, get, making power is easy. Making power without causing pollution is very hard. And so that's, that's one of the, uh, the problems everyone's facing. The nice thing about what you're doing is you're putting a lot of different factors into one area. So there are people with gas turbines, which is great, um, but you've got the solar power attached to it also. So it's interesting. I mean, it's an interesting concept. Um, you might want to try doing some experiments and you don't have to do experiments that involve the whole part, but just pieces. So for example, your first step is sucking up the parts with the vacuum. Like actually create a working model of sucking yeah. up the parts? Yes, yes, and just see, and see, and I, and I don't have the answers. I'm not saying I have the answers, but seeing, you know, can you, well, we know you can suck up paper. <laughs> can you suck up wood? Can you suck up biomaterials? Uh, you know, just try doing experiments. I would not recommend that you use your mother's vacuum cleaner. Uh, <laughs> but, but there may be ways of doing it. And, and the other side would be then also doing some experiments with turbines. Yes, I hope there's a cost-effective way that doesn't cost me my life savings, my soul, and my family. But it's just a small experiment. Same thing with solar panels. You said you had solar panels. Great idea. Do some experiments with solar panels. You can buy some. They're relatively inexpensive. I'm not talking about great big things. Just little ones. And yes. See, and 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 see how that much power they generate. See if there's any issues involved with them. Um, just taking this problem apart and doing a lot of experiments. That's a fantastic exercise. Thank you. You might, you might be the person that solves that problem that plagues everybody. Well, I'll tell you, Rita, what will happen is you might be the problem, the person who solves the problem you weren't intending to solve. You know, so many, seriously, if you look at the history of inventions, it's very often somebody was trying to do this and but they end up doing that. that. 
and that was not their goal. That was not what they were trying to do. Um, and, and that happens all the time. And that's why I was saying, just trying doing different experiments. Um, it's, you know, it's a wonderful activity. Okay. Yes, I, I do because I want this to go far. And I really put a lot of effort and work into this. And I really do think, I really, I really like your advice. And I want to put this into action in the future. Because when, because when I was thinking of this, I wanted to solve two problems or hit two birds with one stone. To solve our waste, to solve our waste problem, the overflowing amount of waste we are producing. And to also solve our energy problem. To solve to solve both problems at once because when you because when you use the waste to produce energy you're making less waste but you're getting more energy solving two problems at once and the other thing whatever you do keep a logbook keep a manual i mean uh, because you're going to write down your ideas and your thoughts always always do that and, oh, no. a notebook always always write down everything you see and everything you think I have a notebook with me right now taking notes. <laughs> Great. Can we see well, it? you'll have a copy of this recording too, so you can go back and refer to Mr. Mendelssohn's comments later as well. Of course. No, that's what you do. That's so what are you going to do next? So next, what I'm thinking of is trying to advance upon this prototype, trying to figure out new ways to, to reduce the pollutants and to try and make it as portable and as cost effective as possible because what I'm going for is for this to be portable, for this to be accessible to the to the general public, and for this to help to solve real world problems. Well, that's quite a goal. It's good mission, good mission to have. <laughs> Hopefully I'll have Mr. Jake's help. No, 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 you don't need my help. You're well on the path. Um, and just just keep trying, just doing experiments and trying things. It's amazing what you can accomplish. Thank you. Thank you very much. Especially when you're 11 years old. <laughs> I don't think we were doing this when we were 11, Jake. I, I don't know about you, but I was. <laughs> I definitely wasn't. I'm sure you were running around a can. The other thing, Rita, uh, no, strange one of the advantages you have at 11 years old is you don't know too much. And I'm, I'm, I'm being serious about that. One of the problems you have when you get older is you've learned a lot of stuff. And so you do all the things that you know how to do because that's what you know how to do. You don't know all those things. So you can try all kinds of different things and everything will be an adventure because you don't know a lot right now. And, and I know that sounds strange, but you're not constrained by your knowledge. You know, you can go anywhere and do anything. I can, I can be free from- you can be free, you can be free. Free from the bias us old people have about <laughs> ideas is what it is. The biases of knowledge. Yep. When, when you learn that, that is a sentence I never thought I'd hear. Well, but it's true. When you know that two plus two equals four, you don't try to see if it might equal three or if it might equal five, because you know it equals four. So why, why try to see if it equals five? You know that's wrong, and you you you're now handicapped. Yes. So. 
handicapped by your knowledge. You're, it, it's constrained, constrained by your knowledge. Mm -hmm. and, and once again, you'll see that over and over again if you study uh, and look into famous scientists and inventors. They were very often people who did not know all the theory and all the facts. Edison was a not a scientist. He didn't know advanced math. Edison had a fourth grade education. Um, and he was just a great experimenter. And that's how he accomplished it because he wasn't burdened by knowing too much. Thank you. Thank you for those words. Now, that being said, study hard, get good grades in school. <laughs> Please don't say this to me. My mom repeats the same speech every night. Please. Your mother is correct. Your mother Very is smart. correct. And pencil. Take note all the time. Oh, all the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yes. Well, Rita, we hope that you keep innovating, and we hope you come back and tell us more about what you've done. Of course. So I want to let you know that the other program that we um, host is called the Global Innovation Field Trip. Mm -hmm. If you haven't looked that up, look it up. It's on our Innovation World website, or you can go to globalinnovationfieldtrip.org, and mm -hmm. we have an event coming up April 17th and 18th. It's a 24-hour mm -hmm. online virtual celebration of young innovators just like yourself. Mm -hmm. and we invite students to come and be presenters to the whole world. Mm -hmm. We have about 25 countries that participate. Students anywhere from, I think we've had as young as, he was four when he first did it maybe, or five? Yeah, almost five, almost All five. All the way up to college kids and even adults come in to tell their story of innovation. So mm -hmm. feel free to look that up and sign up to be a presenter for the of course. 17th, 18th event. We also have a student co-host challenge where if you feel like you might want to help us co-host, we give students an hour time they're selected for it, and they give me or Jake or one of the other um, tenured hosts as well. But during that hour, the student is introducing guests, and they're asking very thought-provoking questions of the guests instead of us. We're just back waiting to support in case you need it. I encourage you to do that too, because I think you'd make a great co-host. Thank you. Do them somewhere different in the in the opposite parts of the 24-hour event. So I want to uh, thank you for joining us and thanks so much for going through the students' I, student ideas for a better America. For the yes. Museum. And I want to thank you for inviting me onto this podcast. Thank you. Thank oh, you. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for the Innovation World podcast. Innovation World is your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www innovationworld.org.